Welcome to Winston and Strong's Competition Corner Podcast, where we discuss hot topics in U.S. antitrust law for businesses operating in the United States and elsewhere. I'm your host, Molly Donovan. In this episode, we'll turn to the cartel context to talk about Don raids. We'll explain what Don raids are and how companies and their legal counsel can prepare for potential raids. So with us today is Jeffrey Amato, who is also a partner in the New York office of Winston & Strawn. Jeff has extensive experience representing companies across the globe in notable antitrust cartel litigations and government investigations. Jeff has also counseled clients regarding Don Raid issues by global enforcement authorities, and he joins us today to share his insights and how to best prepare for a potential Don Raid. So Jeff, welcome to the podcast, and thank you so much for joining us. Well, thanks for having me. Of course. Well, let's first start with the basics. Tell us what a dawn raid is. A dawn raid is a surprise on-site inspection of a company by law enforcement officials. Uh, it's a common tool that antitrust enforcement authorities uh, use when investigating potential violations of the antitrust laws. And in the U.S., uh, dawn raids are typically conducted by the Department of Justice and the Federal Bureau of Investigations. Okay, and and what generally happens during a dawn raid? One might imagine something very dramatic and chaotic. Is it really like that? Well, it typically begins very early in the morning when government agents arrive at a company's offices with their guns drawn and SWAT teams ready to go. No, that's okay. not how it goes. It's actually not so dramatic. It's they arrive at the reception area with paperwork, announce the purpose of the visit to inspect the facilities. Um, and, and ask permission to enter and conduct their search. Um, once they have access, uh, the agents uh, search everything, the file cabinets, computer files, mobile devices, and even trash cans and shred boxes. If they find anything relevant, the agents may take or make copies. Um, the agents may also try to interview employees during the raid. I did hear one story, and I admit I don't know if it's actually true, but I heard that an employee at some company learned somehow about a Don raid in advance. And unfortunately, not only started shredding things himself, but told all of his um, colleagues that they should start shredding too. And can, can that sort of thing really happen? Unfortunately, that is a true story. And it is uh, very unfortunate for that company and the, and the employees that do engage in that conduct. Um, sometimes the government's intention to conduct a dawn raid gets leaked um, to business people in an industry. And rumors of a dawn raid can spread uh, through other means. So when this happens, companies are very vulnerable to the risk that employees try to destroy evidence, such as in that case. Um, so that's why it's very important to have a preparation plan in place and make sure employees are aware of what dawn raids are and their consequences prior to any action taken uh, by the government. All right, then walk us through what a preparation plan should include. And for our listeners, remember that this will be relevant for businesses that operate not only in the United States, but also China, Japan, Europe, and any other jurisdictions where raids are permitted. Sure. It's important uh, for global companies to have these uh, protocols because uh, many jurisdictions uh, in the United States and overseas can conduct these raids. Um, and the protocol should contemplate what to do before, during, and after a dawn raid. All right. So let's start with the before. So beforehand, first, everybody should be aware of the potential for a dawn raid and what it is. And then a dawn raid response team should be assembled 
which would include people from the legal department and senior management and uh, IT. There should be somebody who can respond to media inquiries. There should be staff members to assist with the logistics of where files are and where things can be located. And there should be someone who can create a written record of the process, what was searched, who was interviewed, and what documents were taken. Okay. And as part of the protocol, you should call outside counsel to assist, right? Yes, most definitely. Okay. And you should, there should be a designated outside counsel in the local jurisdiction to re- react quickly in a dawn raid situation and give advice uh, appropriately. Ideally, outside counsel would have criminal investigative experience. Um, and you want to make sure that the dawn raid response team knows uh, who has been designated as outside counsel so they can consult with them. Okay, so companies that operate globally then need designated outside counsel in each country where the company operates? It depends on a number of specifics, but generally speaking, at least in the countries with active antitrust enforcement authorities that have the power to conduct raids, there should be counsel in place. Yeah, that makes sense. All right, so once the company has assembled its internal response team and its designated outside counsel, what else does it need to do to prepare for a raid? The company should roll out a uh, training program for employees so they know what to expect and can respond accordingly. Uh, It should be done by the company's legal team and can be integrated into the company's regular antitrust compliance uh, training. And at the least, the training should be given to the Dawn Raid response team and the in-house legal staffs and senior management, um, and also the employees who are likely to be involved in a Dawn Raid, such as uh, receptionists, security staff, and IT department members. There should be a checklist with reminders of what to do in the event of a dawn raid uh, so that nobody has to memorize all of this. Um, And importantly, the receptionist should uh, receive a list of people who should be notified as soon as possible if the authorities arrive to conduct a dawn raid, uh, which would include the response team leader uh, and senior members of the legal department and representatives from senior management. Okay, and I think at the beginning of your list, you mentioned training, and the the training should cover document destruction, right? Yeah, that is uh, very important. Uh, employees should be instructed to not destroy documents because it's an um, obstruction of justice, um, and they should not obstruct the law enforcement officers in, con- in their con- conduct of the dawn raid in any way. Um, it's important that employees understand that they shouldn't hide documents, uh, and they shouldn't falsify documents. Um, In fact, the company's legal department should prepare an internal email alert, which can be circulated in the event of a dawn raid that reminds employees not to hide, destroy, or falsify any documents during the raid, because sometimes that's just the natural tendency of reaction of people to, to take that action. Right. And just to highlight this a little more, and in case people don't know, destruction of potential evidence can carry criminal penalties in the United States, even if the destruction takes place outside the U.S. Um, As part of the DOJ's investigation into the auto parts industry now several years ago, I remember there was one foreign company that pled guilty to obstruction because a company executive overseas had directed employees to destroy documents after he learned of a raid at one of the company's U.S. locations. And that executive himself was was indicted also. So um, as you're saying, it is a serious issue in and of itself, apart from the underlying antitrust violation. 
Oh, most certainly. That's why uh, the company should make sure that their executives, employees fully understand the importance of not interfering with a dawn raid or destruct, de destroying evidence. Okay, so um, moving on a little bit, we've been talking about what to do to prepare in advance of a raid. But now let's turn to the dawn raid itself. What should the company do or not do once the authorities arrive and announce this is a dawn raid? Well, this is when the, all the planning comes into action. The response team should be alerted. Um, same for local council, who should come right away. Um, a copy of the search warrant and any other documents authorizing the dawn raid um, should be requested uh, from the law enforcement officers. Local council should uh, check those documents carefully um, to ascertain the subject matter and scope of the investigation. Um, if possible, the agent's identification should be checked to make sure they are actually law enforcement officers. And an internal alert should be sent to on-site employees telling them that a raid is in progress uh, and that nobody should be destroying uh, any documents or other information. Okay, and then should the company just wait, essentially, while the inspection takes place? Well, you don't want to tamper or interfere with the investigation, but there should be uh, monitoring of the agents and a detailed record of uh, what they are inspecting, what was searched, what was taken, etc., um, this will all help uh, later the lawyers to investigate what is actually being investigated and what should be done. Um, now, the law enforcement officers may not allow shadowing of the agents, um, and you should respect that. Uh, if the agents have any questions or requests, it's best for counsel to handle them. That's a very important part. Everything should be done by counsel. Um, Council should also speak up if any relevant materials contain privilege or confidential information. And how you would deal with that uh, would vary by jurisdiction. Okay. But if applicable, the company council should provide uh, information substantiating a privilege claim, who wrote and received the document, what the purpose of the document was, how it was prepared. Um, and if there's a disagreement about the privilege, uh, council should try to ask the agent seizing the document to place it in a sealed envelope. Okay, that's good advice. Um, anything else that employees ought to be proactive about during the inspection itself? Well, on the subject of obstruction, employees should not speak to each other about the investigation or with individuals outside of the company about the raid. It's in the company's best interest to limit employees' knowledge of the investigation so no one learns details that they did not know already. Even internal discussions could give the appearance of coordination to obstruct justice, which employees should avoid. Okay, you mentioned earlier that the authorities sometimes conduct on raids at multiple company locations simultaneously, if possible. And if that's true, is it important to communicate with other offices during those raids as they're ongoing? Yes, oftentimes there is a um, global coordinated raid on companies that operate in different jurisdictions. So it's a good idea to determine whether other locations are being raided to give notice to other ones, maybe that are um, still during the nighttime and they should expect something in the morning um, so that there's a coordinated uh, response to the dawn raid. Okay, so let's move on to what to do after the raid is finished. Do you have any advice for us at that stage? Well, you would notify the employees that the raid is over. The response team should then gather uh, any notes from the inspection and arrange a debrief meeting with outside counsel, uh, discuss the application of privilege to any documents that were seized, 
and identify any potentially relevant documents that the authorities uh, may have missed or did not find. Okay. And how about next steps after the debrief? What should the company think about going forward? Well, first, uh, the company should cease all contact with competitor companies. Um, They should then talk to their outside counsel about document preservation. Um, Think about the obligation to report the Dawn raid to insurers, auditors, regulators, and any appropriate media response that may be necessary. And then an internal investigation should be started by outside counsel. Um, And depending on what's uncovered in the investigation, the company will have a lot of potentially difficult choices to make about what next to do. Okay, well, that's probably a whole other podcast episode, but this has been a good one. And to follow up, there is a copy of a Don Raid preparation and response checklist on our website at Winston and Strawn. So let me also note that for purposes of today's podcast, we've been discussing Dawn Raids on a very general level, and there may be nuances in particular jurisdictions that we were unable to cover. If you have any questions about a particular jurisdiction and what you can or cannot expect there or what your rights may be with respect to Dawn Raids, feel free to contact Molly or me at Winston and Strong. Okay, thanks, Jeff. Good point. And if you have questions about antitrust more generally or want to suggest a topic for a future episode, email mmdonovan at winston.com. Thanks so much for listening.